Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW Original Podcasts. It's another year of daily conversations with the great voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. When you hear Merrill's voice, you know that football season is coming. This is year number 44 for Merrill. Merrill, thank you so much for the time. Looking forward to the season. It's obviously a very unusual season. But before we get to that, let's get to some football things. And the big news of the day yesterday was Doug Peterson announcing that Jason Peters will, in fact, be the Eagles' left tackle. What was your reaction? to that on the um, on the, on the surprise meter it's not not very high i had the feeling all along that that was going to be the eventual solution once andre dillard went down in fact dave i'm going to be very very candid with you uh even if andre dillard had stayed well i'm not so certain that it might not have happened at least early in the season there's Andre Dillard struggled to find his way. I know they've been very um, upbeat about uh, Dillard's performance at training camp, but here you have a, a future Hall of Fame left tackle, and Dillard seemed to me to be struggling a little bit. But anyhow, they've gone with this solution to Dillard's injury, and it's one that we felt was going to happen. There was some talk about the fact that he wanted a contract adjustment, but whether or not he... Uh, had some arrangement made or not. The fact is uh, he went into Doug Peterson's office and said, I'm ready for the trip. Three slots over to the left, move me. And uh, Doug Peterson couldn't have been happier. Well, he's going to be protecting Carson Wentz's blind side, of course, by moving to left tackle. But Merrill, as you know, Jason Peters was originally signed as a right guard to replace the injured Brandon Brooks, and now that leaves right guard open. How do you feel about that position, and what do you think the Eagles are going to do now that Jason is moving to left tackle? I think the logical solution in, in terms of uh, experience and everything else is, is to put Matt Pryor there. He's a young player. Uh, he was the leading candidate to take over that left tackle spot before Jason Peters made the spot, uh, made the switch. So I think that Matt Pryor will end up as your starting right guard on Sunday afternoon at Washington. What would you have felt better with with the Eagles doing to start the season? Would you have felt better, Merrill, with them starting Jason Peters at right guard? Because then you have Kelsey Peters and Lane Johnson lined up on the right side of the line. Or do you feel better now that Jason Peters is back where he's been playing for over a decade? And, and then they're going to put, like you said, Matt Pryor, who's the most experienced of the three candidates that Doug Peterson yet met, mentioned yesterday. But obviously, he has limited experience overall. I feel better with Jason Peters at left tackle. Uh, that's the position where he has really made his, his money. 
Uh, that's the position where he is one of the best who has ever played that position. And even though he's 38 years old and may not be playing the way he did when he was 28 or, or 32, I still think he's, he's going to be better than a lot of left tackles in the National Football League. Again, the only question mark is, can he stay healthy? Because he has missed parts of a lot of games over the past few years. But most Sundays, he goes back there and he lines up again. And as long as he's over there, Carson Wentz can feel a measure of security. Because of the pandemic, Merrill, it's been a very, very different preseason. Usually, you have a whole, a whole, you know, a couple month plus of training camp. You'd have, of course, you have OTAs and, and all the off-season workouts back in the spring, and then you have four preseason games to get a, a an okay gauge of this team. But this year, it's much, 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 much less. So, how do you feel? about this Eagles team going into the season? What do you think the strengths are? What do you think the question marks are? Well, there are always question marks, but the thing is there are 31 other teams in the National Football League, and they all have question marks too, including the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. I think if you were to get in Andy Reid's head, you would see that he probably has 14 things that are concerning him right now because there's no way to know how well you were lining up when you have no actual game action, even preseason game action, to make a judgment on. So um, I, I think everybody's concerned. And I think it's impossible to know the state of readiness of all of your units. But I do think, I do believe that the Eagles are very strong at wide receiver, even with Alshon Jeffrey still out, even with Jalen Rager not quite ready, the number one draft choice to to play this season, but I think they're in very good shape. But Deshaun Jackson, uh, always his durability is in question because uh, he was out for maybe uh, all but a game and a half or two last year, uh, but he's healthy right now, and he is an explosive receiver. Uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has looked very good uh, in the training camp. We know what Greg Ward can do coming out of the slot. Uh, John Hightower, the fifth-round rookie, has been impressive. I think you have a right to feel very, very confident that the wide receivers will make some big plays. The running back department, very, very strong. Yeah. Miles Sanders coming off of a great rookie year. You have Corey Clement as the third guy, and you know how well he played in the Super Bowl year, and he's healthy. And little Boston Scott, yeah. who opened a lot of eyes last year, was a great change of pace back who can also catch the ball coming out of the backfield. So I feel good about the running back department. Tight ends, you have two of the best in the game in Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. So I think there are a lot of strengths on offense, on defense. Uh, once Hargrave gets back, and I, I don't know if it'll be this Sunday or when, because he hasn't practiced much this season after he was hurt in the preseason, but Javon Hargrave was a big acquisition at defensive tackle. But with the return of... Malik Jackson this year, a healthy Brandon Graham. I think Fletcher Cox is going to have a monstrous year when he has those guys to help keep him from being double teamed play after play after play. The linebacker, not a lot of experience, not a lot of experience depth, but uh, I think good enough. I think the secondary, the big question mark is uh, Jalen Mills moving into the safety spot where Malcolm Jenkins once played, but uh, again, he's a good athlete, and he's looked good in the drills, if you can go by the drills, 
They have a rookie, Kayvon Wallace, out of Clemson. Uh, I'm anxious to see what he can do when it gets to a game situation. And the corners, the big acquisition is Darius Slay. Yeah. You probably have to go to Troy Vincent a hundred years ago to find the last time the Eagles had a real shutdown corner. So I think that uh, that is a big, big boost for this team. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, how fine compared to Dallas? We'll have to wait until the two teams play because Dallas is the other team in the NFC East that you look at as a contender. But uh, going into the season, I think you have reason to feel optimistic about this football team being very, very good. You know, Mara, I can tell just from that answer that you're very well prepared for this season, and I know that you are always a stickler in preparation. I'm, I'm curious, with no preseason games this, this summer and, and a much different training camp, what were your preparations like for this season? <laughs> My preparations were going down to a, a socially distanced training camp, standing along the side, sometimes 50 yards away, wearing a mask. The thing, I, I'm going to be very candid with you, uh, Dave, and I, I say this knowing that it was the only way to conduct training camp during a pandemic. There was no personal contact with players. All interviews, as you know, were done by Zoom or done virtually. Same with coaches. I haven't looked face-to-face at Doug Peterson since last year. Again, all teleconferences and things of that nature. I miss that. I miss the fans that were at training camp, the, many times the season ticket holders that you got to talk to and, and go back and forth with and, and get to really enjoy. I, the noise when somebody would make a catch and you could hear the crowd erupt. I, I, I missed all of that. But I also know that it was the only thing the NFL could do to help get us to the start of a season. They did all the right things. But none of us, no member of the media, has been in the Novacare building. We haven't. Everything we've done has been by, uh, by computer, by Zoom. So I, I understand it, but it's, it's really, it hasn't been as much fun, quite frankly. Oh, completely understandable, and, and and we are at the beginning of the season. Uh, the, you know, the Kansas City-Houston game is in a couple of days, and of course the Eagles play Washington on, on Sunday. Merrill, overall, how, how are you, generally speaking, feeling about this unprecedented, uh, unprecedented season and the ability to complete this season? I feel good about it. I, I do. I think the Eagles, the Eagles made a very smart move the other day when they signed Josh McCown and told him to stay home in Texas and attend the meetings virtually because should there be any kind of an outbreak, uh, let's say one of the quarterbacks was exposed to the virus and had to be quarantined and the other two had to be uh, put in that situation too because of their meetings with the, uh, the, the one who's tested positive or, or was in that circumstance, they can just fly in Josh McCown who's a veteran. Certainly, it's not replacing Carson Wentz with a quarterback of, of equal ability, but you're still replacing him with a veteran who can line up and run that team. Teams are making adjustments, and the Eagles are doing that too. I honestly believe they're going to get through the season. That, well, that's good to hear. That is very good to hear, and hopefully they do so safely. Speaking of adjustments, I heard, Merrill, that your booth 
is uh, is very much adjusted this year. Uh, to to give uh, you know a listener a, a, a picture of what it's usually like, you and Mike are usually shoulder to shoulder. Joe McPeak, your producer of many 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 years, is is over your shoulder and over Mike's shoulder, constantly putting commercial reads in front of you. Joe's constantly tapping your shoulder to let you know when to come back from commercial break. It is very very close to your left. You have your spotter, who's either. Bill Werndell or Anthony Bonagora, and then you have a statistician, Terry Small. You have your engineer, Lane, the longtime engineer behind you. It is a very packed and crowded booth. Uh, what's it like this year? Well, thanks to the, to the Eagles, uh, they are moving us to a suite, uh, a little bit lower, but very, very spacious. Uh, there are no fans in the stadium. So Mike Quick will sit four seats to my right. Uh, and then... Next to me will be my spotter, Bill Werndell, and we are separated by plexiglass, but he is right there next to me. Uh, Terry Small, our statistician, is sitting several rows back, and instead of writing things out or pointing to a grid to show me yardage after a big punt return, he will be feeding me my information electronically on a screen. Joe McPeak, as I understand it, will be shielded from me by a, a plexiglass screen and sending those, they're called drop-ins, commercials that you read live, mm -hmm. uh, to me on a screen. And Lane will be further back. So we have a, a spacious suite. We are socially distanced, and um, it's, it's really a great place to call a game. But here's the thing. We're also going to be there for the away games. We are not traveling uh, this year. Uh, like the Phillies announcers, who I think have done a wonderful yeah. job, uh, we are going. They they do all of their games from Lincoln Financial, uh, from Citizens Bank Park. We're going to be do, doing all of ours from Lincoln Financial Field, home so, and away. So I, I'm and and I'm curious, what do you think that's going to be like, Merrill? Because you're used to watching the field when calling the game. What do you think that's going to be like when the Eagles are on the road and you're at the link and you have to follow basically a screen or a couple of screens? Ask me Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, I'll have a much better idea. I, I, I will make a note of that. I will make a note of that. And I know well, I got one more for you, Merrill. I know we discussed this um, over the summer when word started to get out that the Eagles probably would not be having fans at the link, at least at the start of the season. And that is that is the case. You know, their, their home opener is not week one. It is week two. Um, what do you think that's going to be like with you calling a game, watch, uh, this time watching the field, but not having 67,000 people screaming at the same time? It will be very, very different. I love the fans. Uh, I love the Eagles fans. I think they're the best in the NFL. And they give me the energy as much as a big play. So they'll be missed. There's no doubt about that. I do believe that we will have crowd noise that will be piped in. So it, it may sound the same, but believe me, it won't be the same. But again, there is football, and in this strange year, that is all you can ask for. And, and we get Merrill Reese on his 44th year as well with the same voice, and that's the voice of, of Eagles football for all of us in the Delaware Valley, and we love listening to it. Merrill, thank you so much for the time. Uh, I, I look forward to chatting with you tomorrow morning and doing this throughout the season. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Same time, same Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.